0: Come in, come in and know Mila Betterman. No oh, Mila oh, Betterman. Eh? No, no Mila Betterman. No better That's man. pretty good. Yep. If That's all gonna, I've got. Okay. Come so. in and know
1: Mila Betterman. Mila Betterman sounds like a name. <laughs> 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 I want that as a new mascot now, Mila Betterman. <laughs> Could that... Be- be a bee. It could be if we get we have a bee like a little top hat or something. Mila Betterman. Uh, we we need to artists
0: sp- get get cracking. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we need to start naming the various bees and give them a, like unique identities and we'll have a Scrooge kind of bee. Yeah, Mila
0: Betterman, <laughs> and you get to come in and know him. Uh, so Sean, happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. It's happy, been a it's been a great year for Mala, hasn't? it? I thought you were going to say it's been a great year for Christmas. It's been a great year for Christmas. <laughs> 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 we've all
1: been just building up to it. It has been a good year for Mala. Um, I mean, we've. Our own IP finally is kind of moving. We're making it officially. Doodle Girl is in production. Um, I mean, by this podcast next year, we'll have it on TV.
0: And we'll be. There'll be a Mala <coughs> cartoon on the telly. It'll be on the toy show. I'm telling you now. Yep. I'm making that promise. It'll be surrounded. Patrick if it's, Kilty will be wearing a, a knitted Doodle Girl jumper. Yeah. yeah. And I'm for gonna, five minutes because the jumper rotation. Is and so. you
1: or me are going to be the, um, the celebrity that comes out in the background. The <laughs> like, What's your favourite thing about Christmas?
0: I like Doodle Girl. And if, if you met someone who was involved with drawing some of the Doodle Girl drawings, would that be great? And they're like, yeah. And you're already behind them.
1: Uh, yeah. And then they turn around and then there's just a realisation of, oh, oh I've not really got
0: much to say to you. The horrible realisation of, oh, I, I thought cartoons were just alive and, and real. <laughs> and uh, no, I didn't know there was just, there was just people. Ugh. Stinking people. Stinking people. Stinking I'm going to come booze. out on
1: the toy show all stinking. <laughs>
0: Stink lines. With the big raggedy putty. So hey, listen. Yeah, we're not just here to listen to you, shill <laughs> <laughs> doodle girl. Uh, we're here to listen to some uh, clips that we collected Ooh. over the year. Um, those uh, there's only been three uh Mala podcasts <laughs> this year, but that's because we were so busy making the dang cartoons. I know. You I know? know. So
1: although that sets us up now for like. Anytime we're busy, no podcast.
0: <laughs> um, first up, we got Swap paz. You remember talking to Swap I remember paths. Swap Pass, Davey Swap Pass, Davey Swap Pass. Let's hear what we didn't hear that time. Okay.
1: One thing that will de- uh, we'll definitely cut this, but like Owen and I just always have the conversation of like loving Turbo Fantasy and having to go through the orde- ordeal of. Being on Mondo and people wanting more happy tree friends. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you've had this talk plenty of times, but yeah.
2: yeah. Luckily, it wasn't my page. It was on the um, the Mondo's page. So the hundreds of hate um, just went straight to them. I didn't get that to mind. But... <laughs> nice. <laughs> I,
0: I hope that wasn't discouraging because, I mean, it was discouraging for me reading it. Like, come on, guys. Happy tree friends was quite a while ago. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not at all. I mean, I can um, obviously, I'd like to be better appreciated so that I could maybe generate more kind of paid work in this area. But I can definitely, I mean, if, my, if I'm setting out to make something deliberately off putting, I can't complain if I'm um, putting people off. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Sean.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to mention, it might be one that we can edit to have a bit earlier because I was curious on the topic of, of dreams and just software in general. It got to a point with dreams where, you know, it's tied to a video game community and you're kind of locked into the updates that that developer has to have and it's tied to a console and stuff like that i always wonder about that when trying out a new software because when you pull yourself out of just focusing on you know stuff that's made for animation like flash or tv Paint or toon boom there are a lot of really good options out there some of them are i guess depending on how you look at them free and some of them are like unusual but could technically be used just as well as anything else is i guess one example that i really like as well as the nintendo ds animation software the, the Flipnote 3d and all that stuff and you, you still see so many people that they don't even use the 3ds version they use specifically the nintendo ds version is like their favorite one how have you found that in terms of like working with something that i guess is i suppose yeah a, a piece of like video game software rather than something that's made for bespoke animation stuff like do you run into issues with like licensing or anything like that or
2: i think the license is fine as long as you're not trying to sell anything i think that's okay well, well that well, that might be a major stumbling block then if you <laughs> yeah, yeah. i mean that for me it's fine because i'm not expecting to make any money off a caldo okay. but yeah but anyone else professionally wouldn't do it um but i think there was there's enough animators that work at um making dreams that they know what people need and it's like a really robust um, kind of graph system and stuff, and I think the one of the final updates is going to be to um, add some more tools to that. Um, the only thing is, because they've tried to make it easy for someone to use with a control pad and stuff, whereas um, anything else you use, you've got all your little shortcuts set up, and you can't do that. And you feel yeah. like you're like sometimes flying through a world to grab the menu to pull it over to do things, which is fun at first. But if you I mean if you used to a PC with multiple screens, yeah, um, it's just obviously not as um, time efficient.
1: Those little kind of user experience things are always so funny. Like um, uh, Procreate on iPad has like a nice little cute feature where to to bucket fill a, a thing, you have to like grab the color and then drag it over and then drop it in. And it's quite nice mm-hmm. the first time you do it, but when you're like filling in like something with like you really yeah. just want to tap on the yeah. stuff and like dragging it every time. Yeah. Um. And I guess that's what you get when you get something that's this this middle ground between them wanting it to feel like a toy but also it being a creative tool um i don't know if i had a question there i was just (laughs) no no i agree
2: because that's what i'm annoyed not annoyed by procreate because i love procreate but in photoshop i just do a magic wand and i've got a shortcut button that expands the fill and fills it so that you don't get the little crispy edge whereas in procreate you're kind of scrubbing back and forward to let yeah that's what you want yeah
1: well like what we use tv paint i guess we're getting very technical whereas that it, it looks less user friendly and, and less like fun yeah. and it's so stripped back. But at the end of the day, it's like when you need to get a lot of animation done, it's it's so much faster for just, you know, tap, 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 tap and you're done. Yeah. But like, I do wish I could have it look like the 3DS thing that has a cute little frog for the yeah. undo button and Mario paint and stuff like that.
0: I think nothing will make those kinds of uh, problems announce themselves faster than trying to use them with animation. Because it's one thing to sit down and do a picture for fun. But if you're like doing frames, if there's anything that takes any bit longer than it needs to, within 20 minutes, (laughs) you're going to be like, uh, I think I've just become a software engineer. uh, (laughs) I've got some notes for head office here. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> uh, Dreams. 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 Would dreams. you ever consider giving Dreams a go? Um,
1: it was on PlayStation. What is it again? I mean, he probably just said, didn't he?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Everyone listening give him is a go. screaming the answer at you. You idiot. You idiot. You clown. You clown. <clears throat> yeah, I would like to give Dreams a go. Why don't you remember? You were the one talking to him.
1: I don't think... I Actually, I remember listening back to um that episode of the mala podcast and the one thing we forgot to do was leave some sort of note explaining what dreams is <laughs> so it does sound like we're just talking about dreams when you sleep <laughs> he's like i'm always making stuff in dreams but it's copyrighted when i
0: when i try to release I'm it i'm always making stuff in dreams yeah
1: so i'll give you the context now
0: dreams is a video game
1: that you can make things in okay yeah
0: let's listen to something we didn't hear on the podcast when we were talking to the lovely Spencer One. Spencer Wan. A very, very exciting guest. Big deal. What a talent. What a talent. But you know that already. Yeah, I want to hear what he's got to say. Let's hear it.
1: We're working on starting up a show that has a fairly limited approach. It's it's kind of that preemptive, like, how much stuff can we just make now and, and, and reuse it, like constantly and i'm also trying to be careful with it though as well because i remember i I saw you tweet um how you was owl house or was it something how you had
3: that dust cloud
1: yeah you made a bunch of dust cloud animations that were like okay these are from angles that will definitely come up again it
3: it actually wasn't a bunch of different animations it was like three different dust cloud cells married to like one kind of swooping shape and i had figured out that if you were to just like use the harmony keyframes um Mm. and some of the the, like, compositing functions inside that program, you could make it appear at any conceivable angle. Oh, um, okay. And so that was meant to be a way to basically just make it so that no one have ever had to animate dust clouds, but um, the compositors couldn't figure out how to use it uh, okay. because it required, like... A, a slight knowledge of animation to get the first as long as you got the first like six keyframes right the dust cloud would just do itself but you needed to get yeah. the first six right and no one could figure out how to do it so uh i set it up a few times in some of the earlier episodes like you'll see it appear in different forms um and then it disappears forever and the animators just animate all the dust clouds by hand which like uh i i would have pushed harder for it um yeah had that been like my actual job like if I was like an yeah, effects sure. designer at Disney but it we just didn't have like we didn't really like have an effects animator so I was just kind of trying to pick up slack where that was a lot of my job on the show was just kind of like <laughs> picking up slack and little things like, I was like filling gaps right uh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah there was like the animation I did but a lot a lot of it was just like uh we needed to read like like quickly very quickly like fix this walk cycle of this character walking backward because no, no one can figure out how to do the character walking backward. And I was like, yeah, sure. It's going to look like shit. I'll have it done by the end of the day. (laughs) And so you never see me post that stuff online, but it's like a lot of my job when I work on shows is just that. And I think it's fun. Like it doesn't always have to be sky high work. Like I, I think that like one of the greatest joys of like working on a big production for me, is just like the little day-to-day problem solving and like making other people's lives easier if I can. Um, And then there are times I make their lives a lot harder, and I apologize for that.
1: (laughs) It is nice on a team, though, when you're on a bigger production like that, when, yeah, you've got your, I mean, you've got your production plan and your schedule, um, but then little things do come up where you're like, well, this one person on the team definitely animates horses 10 times faster than (laughs) anyone else, and it's not assigned to them, but could I just ask them to, it's two seconds of a horse, it'll take me a week. (laughs) <laughs> let me let me give it to this person. Yeah, uh, it's it's nice when you find those little those little things. Um, that um, actually, that was something I was meaning to ask you, Spencer, because I know, I don't know if it's like a more recent thing, but you're super into archery, right?
3: Yeah, I've actually been doing it since I worked on Castlevania. I got introduced by uh, one of the animators there, Cassie Urban. I was like, fine, I'll do your silly little bow thing, and then I went there and I was like, oh no, I love this. This is it. <laughs> Um, but I got really serious about it, um, during the pandemic, uh, because yeah. it was, it was one of the only activities I could do outside where people had to stand away from you. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually competed in state a few times too. Wow. Um, nice. Well, I've seen a couple of clips. You're doing like trick
1: stuff. You're doing like, <laughs> run and jump stuff, right?
3: That's just me messing around. Like I, I, I think the, the, my, my main focus really is, is on, um, like sport archery uh, but then, you know, if, if I'm on a range in the woods that I set up by myself with my friends every now and then I'll be like, okay, someone bust out the phone. I'm going to try something. <laughs> um, so you're
1: working towards the breath of the wild thing where if you do it in midair time stops and you can do like,
3: yeah, I did exactly the breath of the wild thing. You know, that was actually like my 10th take and, uh, <laughs> we, we'd gotten it by like the ni- by like the eighth and ninth takes, but I was like, hang on, I want to try jumping. Like I'm going to hit a volleyball. And that was the one that, like, gave me enough height and stability in the air to actually, like, hit the target well. Like, I was hitting, but I was mostly just barely hitting. It's hard to jump and shoot a bow at the same time. It's hard just to keep the arrow on the bow when you're doing it. Uh, Wow. But it's, you know, it's fun. That's just me messing around, and it's like, I don't know. It's a a thing to be curious about in archery. Like, there are things to be curious about in animation. A callback for the audience. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) What was he talking about in his clip? As you know, <coughs> we just heard
0: Spencer one talking about uh, dust clouds, uh, effects, and uh, problem solving. Oh, okay. You know, problem solving, of course, when you're on a team yeah. and, you know, there's, stuff <coughs> that you need, there's problems that need to be solved. <laughs> yeah. It's not always cool. like everyone just do the thing. Sometimes there's a thing. <laughs> that is like can anyone solve this problem this, this is quality stuff <laughs> <laughs> this is i i know i'm putting this in you're solving a problem right i'm now. solving it. you know like maybe you've got a problem with a podcast host yeah maybe someone knows the solution <laughs> sound effect of loading gun <laughs> yeah yeah we've solved a lot of problems this year also talked about archery oh
1: do you know what um maybe i mentioned it when we were talking to him before but i i've tried
0: archery you've tried archery you didn't talk you know what before. it hasn't tell been us. since it was actually before we did that podcast oh, so i don't know why I bring so it you up kind there. of so you didn't lie but you weren't truthful uh-huh. so tell us about your archery adventure um it was at a stag do so but make it kind of about animation
1: or um, christmas
0: i well
1: i didn't do too badly um and that's kind of unbelievable much like a cartoon, see. <laughs> but I got um, I, 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 This story isn't real. I did like the Robin Hood cartoon. thing. I did the Robin Hood thing. I split an arrow down the middle.
0: Oh, that's... I didn't. I didn't do that. But no, I, I no, did... no, no, you, that, you did.
1: Okay. Uh, one of the Merry guys... Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you did. One of the guys that was with us insisted on doing like um, slides, like running and sliding on his back and then shooting, uh, <laughs> and he really injured his like. Ankle it's that.
0: funny like When I think about people having a go at archery Yeah, The fact that people Will so quickly go to I'm going to spin and shoot <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do a backflip And shoot I'm going to slide on the ground I'm going to do the apple on the head Instead of just Maybe at least one session Of, of just, just <laughs> Trying to learn how to do it normally No, 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 no I'm going to hang glide and do it <laughs> We recently talked to Paul McGrath. Yeah. We Um, We talked to Paul. We talked to Paul at length about Kalmini. And it it, it killed me to take it out because, you know, I loved our chat about Kalmini. Yeah. But uh, everyone gets to hear it right Right now. now. With Lady Betty, you had um, Kalmini. Yes. Did you forget Callaminnie's name? I I was in the middle of saying it and I had this sudden panic about <laughs> how uh, do you say Minnie? Do I stress that second E? <laughs> but uh how did how did he get involved and did you get to um interact with him at all?
4: Oh yeah. Um we kind of had the idea of Callaminnie from the beginning. So we wanted a good recognizable voice. And um Jack David Pierce is the other other actor and not only does he do the voice against Colomini, he does every other voice in the film, and uh, so he should get more credit. <laughs> I think the Colomini, but because he's brilliant. Um, we approached his agent, uh, and his agent raked us over the coals to, to be fair. Um, <laughs> uh, down to Colomini has merchandising rights for oh, wow. uh, for Lady Betty, and we we're like, sure, yeah, he can, he can have all of them, that's <laughs> that's fine. Um, and so when but I we, bought
0: that lunchbox, the money went straight yeah, delayed, to
4: Meany. Straight to meanie. Um okay. And we just, we set the script. And within, I'd say, maybe two or three weeks, he got back. His agent got back and said, Colin likes the script. He'll do it. I said, he's in LA at this time. He's here at this time. He's here at that time. we are like, we're not going. And then there was talk of he would be in a studio in LA. And we would be a studio here. And we would be broadbanding. The communication back and forth, and well, I was like, no, I haven't come this far, not to be in the same room as Miles Ryan. You know, I can't <laughs> yeah. not do this. So we found out he lives in in Majorca, and there's he does a lot of when he when he's doing voiceover work, he does it in a studio in Majorca that he knows. So he relayed this place to us. We just said, when are you going to be there? When would you like to spend three hours in, in a in a tin box under a scorching heat? Uh, doing this. So we organized it. We went, so we went for a long, my wife and I went for a long weekend. My wife produced the film. Um, and, um, it was really nice. I was really, really nervous because I'm a big Star Trek nerd mm-hmm. and um, I would really, really wanted to Star Trek nerd out with him, but I, I didn't get the chance. He, uh, we talked about it and he was like, oh yeah, yeah, I did Star Trek. Yeah. It was just a gig to him. It was just a job. He's not." Doesn't want to mean he's fans. He's not been to space. He's not been to space, <laughs> which I was very upset about. Didn't even go to the space station. Um, <laughs> but he was really good. He was really funny. Um, he's a heavy smoker, so getting the lines from beginning to end, uh, he would lo- he would do- he would run out of breath, and he'd be, <laughs> and then I'd say, okay, did a line from the middle to the end, and then we edited them together. And um, I I played against him. I did all the readings, and I was really terrible. He was very very good. Um, <laughs> And uh, at at a certain point, he was like, "Could you want me to do an accent? Because the, the car, this character's from it's all set in um, in Ross And I was like, oh, "No, no, no, just be you. Don't do any accents. We want people <laughs> to recognise definitely you." Um, and it was really nice, but it was it was scorching hot. It was in a tim. It is no no um, ventilation or any kind of cooling down for him with this tiny little room. And he was in there for a good hour and a half reading the lines like I going, okay, more like this, more like that. And then he says, can we have a break? And I was like, yeah, we're nearly finished. And I looked up, he was sweating, sweating, just screaming <laughs> off him. We're like, oh yeah, of course, of course, come out and <laughs> went inside and drank loads of water. And I was like, I'm really sorry, I wasn't thinking because we had loads of air conditioning
2: and him yeah, in this yeah, tiny boots
4: just sweating. And um, it was really lovely. We, we, we finished it. He invited my wife and I for dinner in his house the next next night um Jesus. we met his wife and we had dinner it was lovely it was really really nice and uh, he was he was great he was really really great his agent raked i was so annoyed <laughs> with the eights because they just wanted <laughs> so much and uh we were joking about it telling him he was like oh god i didn't know they were doing matches but that's that's why they're my agent you know yeah, it's yeah. it's 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 completely your roof for him he's like i'm really sorry and i was like oh listen you know i got to meet you and i got to i nearly said nerd out with you but i couldn't <laughs> but no, uh, he was really, really nice. And was... a good cook as well. Yeah.
1: No, fair play. What did he make?
4: <laughs> lamb. It was luff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> lamb hot. <laughs> lamb big, 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 big jug of lamb. Irish stew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Going up
0: to the replicator. Lamb. <laughs> <laughs> lamb. lamb hot. Just, yeah. just putting out <laughs> lamb. <laughs> yeah. Matter. Big taffy pull of lamb. Um keep it coming, computer <laughs> <laughs> keep
1: it coming it must be frustrating being an actor who is so beloved for just their own voice because for exactly that reason it's being like no no, no. D- just do your voice <laughs> don't
0: act well I'm I'm glad I wasn't there because as soon as he says would you like me to do an accent I would be too tempted to say may I've seen Die Hard 2 don't <laughs> think about it. or may have seen turbulence don't even think about it you're you're not uh you're not very good at them
4: (laughs) (laughs) i would not say that so i would not say no of course not no no
0: no no no
1: no. i mean if we're sharing colomini's stories, my only experience i was was hoping yeah (laughs) (laughs) was at the ift see i got to i got to name drop the ift as as well i was at the ift as everybody years ago but yeah no colomini just walked by and i was incredibly drunk and I just said, oh, Call, call Mani, come here, come here. And he walked over and I just <laughs> took a photo where he looks all smiley. And like, because I was quite drunk, all I could burn out was just, some, oh, Star Trek. Uh, uh, <laughs> and just the, the, the drop, <laughs> the smile <laughs> dropping to like a, right, yeah. And uh, I've like done other
4: things, you know. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> he's, all, all, he's, I could, all I could burn out, out was- He's incredibly hardworking. The amount of stuff he's in. Yeah. It's actually frightening. When I mean, we were trying to schedule where we were going to record him and it was like, oh, well, I'm making this series in, t- t- not to Tibet, where was it? In Malaysia. A ten, ten, t- ten episodes this and then I'm going here. I'm going to be in New Orleans for this, six episodes of this. And it's like, yeah, I'd never heard of these shows. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's the lead in this one in, in Malaysia and it's on Hulu. He's leading this and it's in shot here and it's there. And he's... He's working like four. nearly said four hundred days a year. He's working like three hundred days a year, because the day he recorded with us, he flew in from LA the day before. Two days after he was recording with us, he was going back to Malaysia to do the next three episodes of the series. And he's just he's just around the world nonstop.
0: I I love to think that he would be explaining this to you, telling you all the things he's doing, which definitely has this. It has this undercurrent of, I've done things other than Star Trek. <laughs> and just like letting him finish, rhyme off the 300 job, three hundred days a year that he's working. And then saying, wow, just like Miles O'Brien. <laughs> what a I hard would, worker I that dare. guy was. I wouldn't huh? dare. I wouldn't huh? dare. <laughs> yeah,
4: but no, he was really, because I was like, oh, are you working? And they were just like, are you working on anything? And he like, yeah. And then his wife was saying, yeah, we're going back to here. And then we're doing there. And then six weeks here and six weeks there. It's like, Jesus, he's never home. So.
1: Busy family. And then, and then it got sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we won't badmouth him too much because we no. really like it. We'd like to cast him at some point, I think. Oh, yeah. no. Like, we have. there's nothing but
0: love for Meanie here. <laughs> I'm a big Meanie man. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, a big Meanie man. <laughs> I'm just trying to think no, of Meanie puns. He, so. he is great and he's very good in Lady Betty as well.
1: He is. And he's got the closing line in a very similar way to the way you've got the closing line in um uh, in Define Intervention
0: on. Sitting in a cinema, a full cinema, and hearing my own voice say that line surrounded by people was mortifying. <laughs> 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 but uh, I love but it was i little... I'm glad did... that I glad it got a chuckle.
1: It's a little post credit. No, it's not even a post credits thing you did with Columini. It's a <laughs> it's a during credits thing you did, Paul, isn't it? Like he's reading yeah. out the credits. I, I, nice I
0: little... hate
4: the credits of short films. They drive me bananas because you watch a film which is three or four minutes long and then the credits are sixty seconds. It's yeah. like, come on, do do something in the credits. So from the very beginning I wanted to mock the credits. Yeah. And so I have David Pierce and Colin Meaney, kind of each slag off whoever's in the credits. And uh, we fight to keep that. We fight to keep that from all the it's way. It's a really good
1: idea because, like, I, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. When you're in a film festival, that silence, the yeah. silence just, in like, the air, <clears throat> is because and
4: the credits of Lady Lady Betty get more laughs than any other part of the film. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I quite proud so just, of that. <laughs> so there's your key: make a film that's just credits. Nothing yeah, else. I like
0: that during those uh, festivals and the the credits being they feel so long and slow i guess it's just yeah. the pressure of how quiet it is and i always feel did you think there was going to be applause this whole time <laughs> <sighs> it's like they'll be on their feet we need to give people time to like sit back down and relax because they get to back be up the, they're going to be tearing the chairs up <laughs> yeah
1: that's why you either make your credits really short uh, have a gag in them or make them incredibly loud like make the music like <laughs> so that at least you can't hear the silence because the silence is be- like it's deafening b- yeah because if, if you just have like quiet piano music or even worse just nothing over the credits and you can just hear people rustling and kind of go
4: <laughs> I'll always go for the gag that'll be my thing I'll always yeah. go for the
0: gag I, I like Paul <laughs> Paul's great can I say Sean yeah this year I got to work for Mala, and of course, I do that when I do the podcast, but I got to work on a actual, cartoon. On an actual thing. Which feels, you know, on a real thing. Like just one more layer inside the onion. You yeah. Know? I'm working my way to the center <laughs> of that big honey filled onion. And it was such a great experience. It truly was. I mean, I know it seems like, oh, the host of the Studio Mala podcast is saying something positive about working at yeah. Studio Mala, but. Honestly, it was so great. I was so happy for the opportunity. And uh, I'm really excited. Basically, folks, I wrote well, one you know, yeah. of the episodes of Doodle Girl. Part of the writing team. That, And you'll be able to see that next year. It's a really good episode. Oh, cheers. It's actually my... Uh, it's in my top five it, it's episodes. My, it's my third favourite one, actually. Oh, yeah. deadly. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah and that was just such a great time yeah. and uh very exciting like to actually write things down and then because i've seen some of the production coming along and to go like that's the stuff that i was making up yeah moving around now and hearing the voices and stuff like that it's it truly sends a load of butterflies through me so uh, again thanks so much and that was wonderful Mal is the best Mal is great yeah I should I should thank like well before I get to Duel Girl
1: I should thank just you know everyone who worked on projects with us this year we've done a few a few short form things like little trailers for games and things that haven't been released yet Uh, we finished them a while ago Um, and you know thanks to everyone who worked on those we did recently did a little um, short film thing for Feroiga called Here For You uh, which is on our youtube but you know thanks to the team who worked on that as well and then of course the doodle girl team who are you know ongoing still working with us until we get that season finished uh and they've just been you know it's our first time doing like actually having our own ip in production and uh it is incredible the difference it makes when you're between you know doing a service gig and then your own production because there's that little bit of pressure of like oh what if we're what what if our own stuff is rubbish (laughs) um but everyone's made it so good everyone's done an incredible job the writing team the storyboarding team the animators the designers the cleanup team um our sound designers and then everyone in alt animation because doodle girl's a co-production with our buddies in alt animation and they've been amazing um so just thanks to the team and i mean i guess good luck with the rest of (laughs) good luck with the rest of it It sounds like i'm
0: peacing out like you have finished that in in the meantime, they uh, they should all have a lovely Christmas. Yeah, have a and nice. so should all our listeners.
2: Yeah,
1: you should have a nice Christmas. You
0: have a nice Christmas. Go on from Mala, from Mala. That's our to present Eula. for you. <laughs> Do you get it? Is that's kind of a
1: bun from from me la, from la. If from we Eula. ever make a rival studio, we can call it Studio Eula. <laughs> okay doesn't really work no no it works uh, who was our character earlier Mila Mab- Betterman M- Mila Betterman um, <laughs> no yeah thank you everyone um, for everyone who's tuned in everyone who's you know subscribed and listened to our stuff uh, everyone who's following the studio and then of course everyone we work with and let's let's pick out of a hat one random specific person to th- thank
0: Calmini Meany. thanks Meany, for being such a great sport yeah